You're listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. those like music videos when they would have like famous comedians just show up like yeah. Paul Simons if you'll uh, call and, me Al and, and like uh, Chevy Chase just kind of shows up and, and Robin like, Williams too I believe right? Robin Williams is in Don't Worry Be Happy that's the one I'm thinking yes of. we're like oh. who, who the hell directed these music videos right also looking back on it now maybe not the best spokesperson for that maybe song. not the best mm. <laughs> poor Robin Williams maybe he know. was trying well you know I, I didn't read it so I don't know what the answer is but apparently his wife is, is has come out and, and said what was she's really gay? What she's come really, out no, oh. how dare you speak of her uh, <laughs> why, why can't she be gay <laughs> what was uh, well that's not why he committed suicide though no I don't think it was Mm-mm. I think it's uh, the fact that he did the movie Father's Day oh <laughs> It's a horrible movie. Come hey, on, don't forget about Bicentennial look, Man. It could you know, have been that as well. You know, I like to think that right now he's on a riverboat um, with like paintings and stuff surrounding him, like Aww. like in a world of oil paintings with Cuba Gooding. Cuba Gooding Jr. is like Dad. Yeah, <laughs> but we don't know this till the end. Oh, that's right. Yeah, dude, you just spoiled the whole movie. A movie that came out twenty years ago. Make a porn version. It's called Wet Dreams May Come. <laughs> Spelled C U M. Thanks. Thanks for spelling that mm-hmm. out. Literally. <laughs> L- I literally. Li- literally spelling that out. Dude. Dude. What a cool weekend Sweets. we had. Sweets. Yeah. <laughs> What's mine say? Dude. What's yours say? Sweet. Uh, what a cool weekend. That's coming to an episode of the editing That was Bay. really awesome. What are we talking about? Oh, yes. Yeah, dude. We uh, Over the weekend, Joel and Jenna, uh, they, they got some friends together, uh, and we did one of those escape rooms, one of those puzzle rooms down in, in downtown Dallas. Uh, and it was pretty fucking sweet. Yeah. Had a great time. We did it in record time, according to Tyler, the effeminate uh, Game Master. <laughs> the Game Master? <laughs> the Game Master. Uh, yeah, at least that's why I like to think that he was being sincere and he doesn't just say that to everybody. No, you could tell. I could see it in his eyes. <laughs> in his ass? In his eyes. I saw it in his eyes. Look into my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> it looks, looks brown. Uh... So no, we we had a really good time with that. Like I know, um, I was looking forward to it. See, going into it though, it's one of those things where like you want to at least make a difference. You know, you don't want to be a, like a lame dunk. Lame Gonna dunk make a change. No, you know what I'm saying. For once in my life, Joel, I want it to feel real good. I want to make a difference. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. But I was really like, because yeah. sometimes I get intimidated. Like I'm the dumb friend. No, dude, like, you were like I am the, not the you, intelligent guy. You took the lead. Like you were like, I got this. I didn't. Well, I didn't really take the Did lead. You, well, I just, oh well, I mean, you were you weren't you weren't a wallflower. You weren't sitting there waiting no, for other people. I to, didn't have one headlight. That's like true. Me. <laughs> Uh, no, it's just but that, you did have three Marlenas. I have <laughs> one, nice. two. That was a deep cut. Three right Marlenas. There. That's right. Um, no, but it, when I got in there, I just kind of decided I was going to sit down next to the table with the playing cards. I was like, all right, this looks like an obvious clue that I can kind of dive into, uh, and I had had a good time. Uh, my only criticisms, yes, as because that's what we do here, <laughs> uh, is that I kind of wish they had set up the scenario a little bit more, like before we got in, like the dudes, like. Here we are, you know, you're on, you're on a ship and yeah. da da da. And this you is want what's like, going on. Like when you're in line at Disney World and they show you the little movie to get I want get the Imagineers. I want the Imagineers That's to start right. giving me the, uh, the the story behind it. And I was also telling Sarah what also would have been cool is if maybe they were pumping in like 
some sound. Some music. It yeah. needed a little oral. A little uh, oral ambiance. Mm-hmm, I agree. Yeah. Or a little oral ambiance. They could that have been fine. <laughs> hey, uh, that, like that cost extra. We're going to lock you guys in this room, and then you're all going to just fall. We're going to turn the lights off for <laughs> seven minutes in heaven. Oh, God. <laughs> unless, you're stuck with, unless you're stuck with Jason. <laughs> seven minutes in purgatory. It's like, ah, uh, ow. Um, <laughs> Jason, that's my ear, man. <laughs> he's like, I know. He's like, how'd you know it was me? <laughs> uh, no, dude, but seriously, had a really good time. Did you have fun? Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. We were already talking about uh, doing doing the other rooms. We have to be complete yeah. now. Got to do. There's one that's... Uh, the dollhouse. Yeah, That's the like dollhouse. There's the theater. Uh, and then they're working on making the treehouse, I think they were saying. Yeah. Uh, really, really excellent. I didn't think I was going to have as much fun as I did. Uh, but yeah, no, that was that was a really cool well, thing. Good. I'm glad I'm that glad. you put that together. Yeah, well, it's all Jenna, man. That was not me. I yes. cannot take credit for that. You can. Okay. You can take the credit here. Sure. Right here on the editing bay hey. on the Next Wave Radio Network. My name is Joe. I'm Joel. This is where we come to talk about movies. Sometimes they're bad movies. Sometimes they're good movies. No matter what the case, uh, we will watch a movie every week and then come back here and talk about it with each other and uh, cut it apart, analyze it, and invite you to take part in the discussion. All you got to do is go to Facebook and type the editing bay in the search bar. That's going to bring up an image of the woman with the bleeding eyes. Click that link. That's our page. And that's where you could talk back to us. Um <laughs> So, so we decided to kind of go back because we'd spent a few weeks kind of, uh, yeah, orally filleting the movies that we love. I would say months. We've had uh, some months here where we're, we've been doing a lot of good movies mixed in with the bad. Talking because about some movies that we really like. Nobody wants to hear just all negative all the time, well, right? We and, gotta throw and, some positive. And you know, when we first started this podcast, that we were we were talking about a lot of bad movies, uh, and I think it started with us going to see the Wolverine at that screening. That's right. And we ended up liking it, and you know, I think it was the first time we were talking positive about anything. And it was like uh, episode three. It was yeah. <laughs> the and first since time. then, it was kind of it's fun to kind of pepper that in. Like we'll watch a movie that we like, and you know, kind of see how the other one feels about it because it's kind of interesting. Like when you picked out Home Alone. That's right. And I find out eh, I really don't like that movie. Well, it has happened, but you like it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, also, so, uh, Lone Ranger. Lone Ranger, <laughs> or uh, that we both liked. You ended up liking. I did end up liking that one. Maybe a, a better example is a No Holds Barred. No Holds. There's no part. way I'm coming around from that. Uh, so that brings me. That's a really good segue to the film that I decided for us to watch this week. Uh, a movie called Samurai Cop. Yes. A movie that I know is bad. Uh, that I know you hadn't seen yet. But I need to ask you this. It's actually a series of questions. Okay. <laughs> What is your name? What is your favorite color? Uh, Blue. No, green. <laughs> uh, I, I am not even going to pretend that I don't know that you, you hated this experience. I'm pretty sure you hated this experience. <laughs> well, although, no, I didn't hate the experience because the experience, uh, th- this is one of those terrible but fun movies. Okay. R- r- would you say, oh, maybe not. But no, 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 no. I agree with you. Okay. I, I absolutely agree with you. Um, however, like Sarah had a, a, a reaction to this movie. Yeah. She, Allergic. she really hated it. Like, <laughs> it was, it was almost the point where, and not, she didn't get like angry, hmm. but she got a little like upset that she had wasted her time. You know, we, <laughs> we are new parents still yeah. and she doesn't get a whole lot of time to, to, to do things and relax. Why and would you back. make her watch this? Because I thought that she would, you could laugh together that we would be able to laugh you together. And chuckle. we did at, at, at a few parts we did, mm-hmm. but she ended up like getting up and going to bed. She's like, I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> I love you. But 
I'm going to bed. There is a lot of degradation to women, so I can um, see her specifically having uh, an adverse reaction. Joel, some might argue mm-hmm. that this movie is all degradation to women, yeah, with yeah. a little bit of samurai thrown in. <laughs> yeah. Not so much samurai or cop. No, not Maybe enough. Cop a feel, samurai cop a feel. There you go. <laughs> yeah, not enough to uh, to make it make their, those words into the title. I okay, so I am. Because I have a bit of a history with this movie. Yes, tell me. Uh, I ended up discovering this movie by accident. I was just kind of scouring the dark corners of the internet. <laughs> that is the only acceptable answer, by the way. <laughs> uh, and I came across this movie, and I was like, this is ridiculously bad. Ended up having uh, a friend of mine download it for me so I could see the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Because what I had seen was a clip on YouTube, and it was... And we'll get to the scene. It's the scene with Joe and the nurse in the hospital. Okay. <laughs> and I was like... <laughs> Is this from a real fucking movie? Like, is this for well, real in a def- movie? Define real, Joe, because... <laughs> well, it's something that someone actually wrote and mm-hmm. filmed and, and edited into a film. Yes. Uh, it's not a comedy. It's Nope. Intentionally, anyway. Nope. Nope. Uh, and so I had to find it. I had to see this movie, so I had a friend of mine tr- track it down and download it mm-hmm. for me. I, you know what? Let me stop you right there, because you you were making a big deal about last week about, oh, it's really hard. You're not going to be able to find it anywhere. Here, let me give you a digital copy on yeah. USB. If you have Amazon Prime, you can watch this movie right now. Holy it shit. It is free. Is it on Amazon for Prime? For Amazon Prime. I, oh I believe my. the sequel is there as well. <gasps> Uh-oh, I shouldn't I, have said that. I kind of need to watch the sequel. I've spoken too much. <laughs> but not enough. No. Yeah. Uh, so uh, all you listeners, if you want to you wanna experience what we're about to talk about, get yourself an Amazon yeah, Prime. Yeah, pause the podcast. <laughs> go watch this movie on Amazon Prime now. Uh, okay, so I'd seen the movie and I couldn't believe how horrible it was. And it was one of those movies that wherever I hung out with some friends, I'm like, have you ever seen Samurai Cop? They're like, what? Sit down. <laughs> Grab a drink. Sit down. We're going to watch this movie. And and that and everyone's reaction is, what? Mm-hmm. What? How did this get, how did this get made? Uh, and it was al- this movie and along with another movie called The Black Ninja that we would watch at parties and get-togethers. Hmm. I watched this movie and it became kind of ingrained so much into the things that I did with my friends right. that I did a sketch show once with my theater troupe that I had run for probably about a year or two. We did a sketch show and one of them was like a spoof. One of the sketches was a spoof of Masterpiece Theater. Oh, cool. Where like we'd show a clip of the movie and then we'd come back to this guy sitting on stage <laughs> and he's like, 1991's Samurai Cop starring Matt Hannon. And like he goes through this whole thing and he's like, and now the next wave players bring you. Sam-. And they reenact the no scene. Way. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's I had, great. And they did it like in this avant garde where everybody's posed in a different yes, direction. Period and piece. they're all acting their asses off. Oh. Uh, where no one's like addressing each other. They're all looking into it and they're all representing like different emotions. I wish the actors in this film would have done that. Yeah, that they, would, that they would represent an emotion. Uh, <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, and that's it made it into one of our sketches. Oh, that's so, fun. Long story short, too, too late. late. Uh, it brings us here to, to the Next Wave Radio Network in the editing bay and in uh, our episode about Samurai Cop. Uh, a movie about, I guess, an Asian gang that wants to run part of the city yeah because they want to control the cocaine traffic in la they want to they want to run the cocaine traffic in la so Mm -hmm. they're going to make a deal with the japanese and the korean gangs right all the asians and the chinese the axis of evil yeah um (laughs) they don't mention the hispanics at all and i feel like los angeles yeah there's probably going to be a sizable number one population hispanic gang contingent Mm -hmm. no don't worry about them no. Well, they're not really interested in cocaine, Joe. No. Little known fact. No, they're interested in heads on pianos. <laughs> oh, wait, no, we're talking about, talking the, about the, the, the Mexican. Okay. Uh, so, 
Uh, enter Joe Marshall, yeah, who's a, a cop from San Diego mm-hmm. who's been transferred to L.A., but who spent many years studying the art of the samurai in Japan. That's right. Uh, Under the Japanese, the samurai masters, the samurai masters the of Japan. Generic explanation. <laughs> the, the, so that's like saying I'm going to go to the hamburger joint of America and enjoy myself. <laughs> enjoy a hamburger. Mm-hmm. Would you like to have a hamburger? There's only one. <laughs> uh, what is that from? No, it was from the Pink Panther, the Steve Martin Pink oh, Panther. Hamburger. I would like to have a hamburger. <laughs> I like the, the, the burger. <laughs> That's the only funny scene in that yes, entire movie. Because they used it in the trailer. Uh-huh. And you always know when they choose a a, a small insignificant scene yeah. as far as the plot goes. It's probably the best to they have to offer. That's, but like, seriously, you can watch that, in, that entire hour and a half piece of shit but that movie, like, legitimately, will still that that scene will still make me laugh. Oh, are we talking about Samurai Cops? No, no, no. We're we talking out? about Pink Panther. That <laughs> yeah. scene will make me laugh, even if I just watch it on YouTube. It that's, cracks me. The sounds fuck like up. that's what you should probably do. I feel like Steve Martin must have like written that scene, <laughs> but not anything else in that movie. Mm. Uh, but getting back to Samurai Cops, yes, let's... which is very similar to that Steve Martin Pink Panther, <laughs> because there's one scene that yeah. you can watch. <laughs> I don't even think there's one scene. Uh, yeah, All oh, right. Oh well, I, I do have my favorite scene. We'll get to it here in a second, maybe. <laughs> so. Uh, all right, so that's it. Like this guy has he's he's been in L.A. for maybe a week. We should we should say that we don't get to see any of what you just described. <laughs> no, Joe. it's it's like, all explained it's, to it's us. It's all told to us by uh, by the the angry uh, uh, by police Frank. chief, right? Oh, the uh, you mean the best actor in this film? <laughs> he really is. Dude. <laughs> he's, he's giving it best, his all. The best actor, the most natural performance. I'm in sure this they had movie. him for about an hour. It feels like. <laughs> Joe, I was reading a little research, so apparently... Oh, no, you read about this movie. There's not a lot, because um, it's it's kind of a... It, this film has... Um, was it was this movie made to, like, traffic, like, dirty money or something? Right, like they were laundering? Well, no, yeah. because that would... You would have to say that there was there was money elsewhere being spent, but uh, it, this is definitely low budget. Everybody was driving their own cars and wearing their own wardrobes, for the uh-huh. most part. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, uh, most people did their scenes in one take. And it shows. <laughs> there are flubs in the deliveries that are given by even, I was going to say, the most respected actors. But really, it's just that one guy, right? Yeah. Um, y- yes. There Shoot are. him. Shoot. <laughs> Shoot him. Uh, so what's <laughs> the actor's name? Matt, Matt Hannon. Matt Hannon. But he, uh, he's now going by Matthew Karatis or whatever. I, I think so, yeah. Uh, I don't know which one is his real name is and which Matthew is his stage Karate's? name. <laughs> but uh, he apparently hated filming this. Um, yeah, I but guess he he probably did. Also shows, except that... Um, I have a feeling everybody hated filming with him. Yeah, he, do- he seems like a big douche, doesn't seems he? Seems kind of like a douche. He's a big bodybuilder guy who... Uh, <laughs> He's got like no reaction. Like his face is just a blank slate. Mm-hmm. Every T- time. Tabula rasa. Just... Hangs out. He's got those droopy eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, Except when he's hitting on women, then he uh, he lights up. Oh no! He gives you the duck lips from the inside out. He points. And gives it. What is it like? They're in the middle. Of, it's the first scene. The first scene. She's like, "Keep it up, boys!" And she. He's like, "Oh, it's up, and it's ready." And you just keep it ready. You keep, she's like, keep it warm. And I'm like, she's "What like, the? Oh, what? it's warm. What the fuck? And ready. This is the foreplay that Peggy, the helicopter pilot." And uh, our as hero, our As having. she's referred to in the movie, the lady cop. The lady cop. <laughs> that the other, the, her partner refers to. He's like, Becky, the lady cop. I'm yep. like, what? Is there only one of them? <laughs> is it Becky or Peggy? Peggy. Peggy. That's right. right, Peggy. Well, there's a nurse in here who was just referred to as nurse. <laughs> yes. But uh, <laughs> Who has one of the most iconic scenes in this movie. Yeah, she does. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, all right. 
So I don't know if there's anything else I really need to talk well, about d- with the d- plot. Just setting up the plot, like you said, it's 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 rival um, um, gangs, Asian gangs. Although not for long, because the very first scene, you would think in a film like this, the very first scene they kill the rival gang. Yeah, you think you'd want to introduce? I mean, I, I guess this is their version of a cold open. Uh-huh. Um, but like, dude, <laughs> you mean going straight from the credits to like you're in the middle of a scene? Yeah, exactly. With <laughs> not the uh, antagonist, or the, not, not the protagonist, with the but antagonist. Uh, the antagonist. And then, but when we're finally introduced <laughs> to our hero. <laughs> we uh, shouldn't make friends. <laughs> what? I'm like, what happened? Like, I went back and re- when I re- had to rewatch it for the podcast, I thought maybe like I'd skipped over a scene. Nope. <laughs> I was like, uh, it seems oh, like no. a bad edit, but uh, that is how it appears. I on, know, right? Which is, Prime. which is rare in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> but, wow, dude. It, yeah. So you said this was getting back to our roots, and it really is. It kind of feels good to do a movie of this caliber, which is like super low budget, really not a lot of talent on display, uh-huh. either in front of or behind the camera. Yeah. You, you get no, to wonder... No well, care taken in the you start editing to wonder process exactly of this movie. why these people are here. Because nobody seems to have any care for their craft. No. Um, I, I, it really does seem like it was an excuse for the director to see tits. Yeah. Like, he's like, I... I what are you talking about? Tits. Like, every sex scene, the camera is firmly placed up the anus the, of it, every actress. Yep. The most unflattering sex scenes. And lingering, too. Yeah. It's uncomfortable. I, and I'm watching this at work, too. So it's like, <laughs> I've got to do that thing where I turn the monitor towards me in case, you know, the lady from HR down the hall happens to stop by and wonder what I'm doing. Um <laughs> And so I'm, I, I get to the point, by the time we get to the third love scene, where, I'm, where tits are just coming out, I'm like, all right, well, i got to fast forward through this. Some of these scenes last longer than than scenes that are crucial to the plot. Yeah. I'm using that. You use plot loosely. Finger quotes here. Yes. <laughs> you know, the, the, the sex scenes go on forever. Mm-hmm. And it, and I think you're right. In fact, that was one of the things Sarah is like, was this supposed to be like a porno that had like, Yes. It feels soft like core. Fl- yeah. No, it totally does. But even for like soft core porn... They're horribly shot scenes. Oh like, yeah, like there's nothing, <laughs> there's nothing film wise that this director or crew do correctly. Oh yes, there, there's nothing. There's not one thing that I think that they do correctly. Well, some in of the, the stunts they do set a man on fire. <laughs> I mean, like, you have to have some trained professional in there who knows, and you know, there has to be. And then your be. two protagonists are the ones that have to put him put out. <laughs> do you get the feeling like they didn't have anybody on off of camera? Uh-huh. Yeah, they didn't like, have anyone off camera. They had to just do it. These guys are responsible for putting their friend out. Uh, okay, so there's a, uh, like, early on in this fucking movie, mm-hmm. there's a, a chase, and we, we meet up with Joe, his partner Frank. Joe Marshall. Joe Marshall, his hero. partner Frank, uh, <laughs> drives up and goes, he picks him up, and he's like, so you're here from San Diego or whatever. Like, like gives that. us all this like, but it doesn't. It feels like it's the first time they've met. Yes, almost like Frank's picking him up from the airport or something. Probably was. But they they end up speaking like he's been here for a week, and they all act all like bro, bro halfway through this movie. Yeah. Like they've been around for a while. They've been working together for a while. But you know, you get the idea that they hadn't met until that moment just then. <laughs> Where Matt Hannon's wearing the woman's wig. Yes, <laughs> I saw, that, and that's the first time we see him. Tell him like, what? This is clearly not his real hair. Why would they do this? And it happens like four or five times in the course of this movie. Yeah, it's he's got his regular hairdo going on, and it screams of reshoots. Like they had to go back and reshoot. Obviously, Matt yes. Hannon got another job that caused him to like have, he had to cut his hair. No, no, it's even better than that. He thought they were done filming. He thought they were done filming. 
The director calls him back and is like, no, we, we, we still... He apparently was furious at him for cutting his hair. Oh, wow. Uh, but I, I'm going to say that's on him, maybe, for not, uh, yeah, not giving him the heads that? up that, hey, there could be some pickup. I didn't know that. I but thought... these aren't pickup shots. Like, half of the film yeah. still had to be shot. And, and some of it is... Like, but here's the thing that confuses me, Joel. Yes. Some of these sequences are like fight scenes or whatever, or just scenes of dialogue. Of like course. They're just, they're just talking with the captain or whatever, and you see like behind the back shots, it's coverage of the captain, mm-hmm. and you know Matt Hannon's got his regular hair going on, and then it cuts to like his single coverage, yeah. and he's wearing the woman's <laughs> wig, and that that causes me a lot of concern that a filmmaker. Isn't getting single coverage on your protagonist? Forgot to get the reverse. He, he forgot to get the reverse on the protagonist of the film. Yeah. And so they had to go back. Like, that's that's kind of shitty. I'd be pissed, too, a little bit if I was Matt Hanning going, oh. There are a couple wait, of scenes. Wait, you didn't get the coverage of me on that? There are a couple of scenes where um, a, a character's dialogue is all spoken off camera, and <laughs> yes. we just see reaction shots of them after the And it's like it cuts to them right after they're done speaking. It's like... Why didn't we see their lips moving at all? Uh-huh. No, yeah. not at all. Mm-hmm. Or like when scenes are going on and you're getting a reaction shot from someone who isn't even involved in the conversation. Yes, like, that's true. Like Frank it's reacting like it's, to the camera. It's the only... Yes, <laughs> during the restaurant scene. Dur- during every scene. Every scene. It's like they obviously had to cut 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 the footage that they did get of Matt Hannon. Mm-hmm. Like, they, it, like almost all of his coverage must have sucked. They had to have gotten the single had coverage. Had to go back and do it. And it probably sucked. And they're like, we need you to go back and do it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, fuck it. I cut my hair. We'll get you a woman's wig. Yeah, that's right. No it's, one will notice. It's clearly a woman's It'll wig. It'll be seamless. It in looks, fact, in one of the fight scenes, it comes off. It starts coming off. <laughs> it looks ridiculous. But he has it on. Yeah. They should have just gone all bald. Uh, well, Joe, so... Oh, no. So I was getting to like... Okay. So this, the scene goes on, mm-hmm. and they... They go to the the dock, and we get this sh- shitty fucking coverage of a helicopter that's not even really in the air. We've shot everything from like the ground <laughs> you, up. You know what I think is funny? Like, the, the, so the, we're cutting between um, uh, Peggy in the helicopter talking uh-huh. to Joe, uh, and he's in a car talking to her. The footage in the car is much shakier, <laughs> and then they cut to the helicopter, and it's like rock steady, rock steady, because it's man. on a tripod because it's not in the air. But it's like try to. So he's, Give me the illusion. He's throwing down like this really gross talk about like keep it warm. I'm keeping it up. You keep it warm. Yeah, it's a warm and ready, baby. Meanwhile, like f- I feel like Frank should be like, guys, can you cut it the fuck out? Yeah, I'm sitting right here. Like there's we, <laughs> we're in doing, the passenger seat. We're doing important detective work right now. Yes. Also, one of us, any of us, could die at any moment, <laughs> and this is you're already looking three steps ahead. So they. Uh, <laughs> they follow this van, this horrible van. Mm-hmm. It's obviously like a friend of theirs. Dude, I feel like all of the vehicles in this scene like came from the impound. Oh, yeah. Like, like they're, they're, they're all just like beat up and dented. And these are supposed to be like drug cartel folks. <laughs> yes. And at least members of the police department should not be driving around like in a, in a gremlin oh God, circa 1976. So, it's so bad. It's so bad. <laughs> it's blue. There's a dent in the front yeah, of it. One of the headlights is missing. Yeah. Oh, my God. So... Th- they're chasing after this guy, and they start, like, getting shot at. And you've got, like, this horrible, like, just horrible cover. Nothing. Ah, uh, Okay. I need to organize myself here for a second because mm-hmm. this is something that happens straight from the beginning with that scene with all the bad guys with Robert Zadar, yep. uh, who is the only actor you might recognize in this movie. He's pretty good, too. I'll put him up there with the uh, lieutenant. With the lieutenant. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it, it, you, you're already, like, the camera angles suck. Like, who, whoever put this thing together, whoever the cinematographer was on this film, mm-hmm. 
uh, is like three steps below Kevin Smith circa close. Yo, geez, yes. Because it's well, so bad. At least he knows how to not break the 180 rule. You know the 180 oh, rule? Oh, yeah, yep, yep. Folks, there's a thing called the 180 rule out there, uh, and it's you don't know it except you know it when it's been broken. Generally, uh-huh. um, and it's because you're suddenly like, where the fuck is everybody? Yes, like, what is happening? It, it helps uh, give you some context, uh, and you know, the most the best example I can give is uh, if you're watching a war film and you've got uh, the good guys on the side of the screen, their left side of the screen, and their rifles are pointing towards the right, and then when we cut to the Germans or whoever the enemies are. They're on the right side of the screen, and uh-huh. their rifles pointed left. So, left. so that way, when we cut back and forth through the magic of editing, you you understand that they're shooting at each other. Uh-huh. If they were both on the left side of the screen facing right, we'd be like, "Who the fuck is?" It's like, "Who are they shooting at?" It's yeah. almost like they're on the same team, right? It's basic shit. And and also a basic thing that you might not recognize, but mm-hmm. you'll always uh, you might notice it now is that whenever like you have those war scenes, like you're talking about, it's almost described exactly like you said. Mm-hmm. Good guys will be on the left firing to the right. Bad guys are on the right firing to the left. Why? Because how do we read a book? Left to we right. We read a book left to right. Exactly. And so the Unless bad guy is always trying to impede your progress. Yeah, there you go. Um, Japanese read uh, top to bottom, by the Japanese way. read top to bottom. That's why Godzilla uh, is very tall. <laughs> <laughs> the more you know. Boing, 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 boing. Um, so yeah, they were breaking this 180 rule all over the place. All over. Especially during the this beginning car chasing, where it looks like vehicles are about to run into each other. Because <laughs> Look, they enter screen left, exit screen right, and then we have another vehicle. Coming back around. <laughs> it's like, are they going to have a head-on collision? Sped up footage. Yeah. It's, you know what? That's another thing, too. Uh, f- that's one of the tricks. Yeah, sure, they'll speed up a car chase um, to make it seem like they're going faster. That only works, though. Uh, if there's only one car on screen, yes. they're showing like footage of a busy highway in the back, <laughs> and background. like everybody's going 200 miles. Everything is sped up, which yeah. gives the illusion of uh, nobody being sped up. And so the, the the chase finally ends. They kill most of the bad guys except yep. one who gets cut set on fire. Set on fire, but even and then they douse him. And that's when um, the helicopter pilot Peggy mm-hmm. is like, "Good job, guys. We should go back to my place and celebrate, or, or something like that." He's like, "We should celebrate tonight," and then like. They don't have a radio near them, but he they're just both outside the car looking up, and he's like, I'll see you at your place. And he points, and he's like giving her the duck lips. Uh-huh. Smash cut to her asshole. Tits. Like, yeah. As they're on a bed, it's looking right into her anus mm-hmm. while he's just, and it's the most, he just lays there. Oh, yeah. Gross. Yes. And she gets up on top, and I'm like, this, chest. Is, this is so disgusting. And the He's one of those guys whose arms are so hairy, the hair covers a watch. Like that's <laughs> yeah. that's just disgusting. He's more he's more animal than man. He's yeah, like, he's like he's a monkey. Animal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just the lingering camera on that shot of her riding him, and it's it's. I guess it's supposed to be sexy or titillating, but uh, no, it's just like I want this. I want this not on my screen, really, not in my eyes right I really, now. I really wish this would end. <laughs> it's like sleeping over your friend's place, and you start hearing his parents having yeah. sex. No. No. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Please is that stop. how people made love in the 80s, Joe? <laughs> Just kind of like I don't know, Joel. writhing. I never made love in the 80s. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So that's the first, like you said, the first of many sex scenes mm-hmm. uh, that happen in this movie because Joe Marshall is an ass-getting samurai cop. Yeah, he is. Who, like, immediately after this scene where he's, like, having, he's making celebratory love to Peggy the <laughs> helicopter cop, uh, they cut to the police department. Excuse me, lady helicopter. Is it, cop. is it the next day? 
Is it two hours later? It feels like. Is it a week later? Well, it's hard to tell because there's no scenes shot at night here. No. And that's because they didn't have the budget for lighting, Joe. So it's uh, strictly daylight only. It's all, like, it feels like it's all one day. Yeah. Like well, this I whole mean, movie. you know, all of your cocaine trafficking happens in stark daylight. Like, that's just, <laughs> that's that's just common fact. Yeah, exactly. Because nighttime would be too obvious. No. They, uh, so they open up back on the, the police department. And, like, Joe Marshall is sitting there on a desk, and he's talking about banging some other chick. Yeah, he's like, so right got in front this of the, in the woman that he was getting it on with. And then Peggy's just like, oh, you. <laughs> Meanwhile, yeah. another, like, a brunette walks in the door, and he does that creepy guy thing where he, like, runs his finger through her hair. Through her hair, and he looks like, back, and then he looks smells at, it. And then he looks at Peggy, and he's like, he's, smacks his own yeah, head. Yeah, he's like, I can't help myself. Joel, he's not a likable character. No, like not this at all. works for Mel Gibson. Like behavior like this mm-hmm. works for Mel Gibson in something like Lethal Weapon, right? Because there was more. There were layers to that character, mm-hmm. and he was a likable character. They made him sympathetic, and they made him likable. Joe Marshall isn't any of those. No, things. No, he's a womanizing baboon. That's it. There you go. Well, thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> <laughs> this has been the editing bay. Uh, yeah, so it makes it really hard. To to sympathize yeah. for the plight of what's going on in this movie, not that the not that the main conflict is really clear anyway. Like the, I don't understand the main conflict of this movie. Yeah, they're going to solve all of LA's drug problems by taking down this one cartel, and I'm not even quite sure how because apparently they have all this evidence, right? Uh huh. <laughs> There's that scene in the restaurant. Uh, oh, I got a lot of shit on yeah, you. Yeah, we got a lot of shit on you. You had anything on me. Oh, yeah? Well, and then the lawyer's there having dinner with the cartel. Yeah. Uh, and you, this won't stand up in court. And yes, it will. They're basically just... Hey, uh, counselor, you still got three or four hours to the uh, courthouse closes. <laughs> is that Frank Washington? It's Fra- is that his last name? Frank Washington. It's Frank Washington? Of course. Okay, I just... One of the most Frank. generic names ever. Hey, man. My car... Captain's gonna Captain's gonna burn my ass. Yeah, he is. Except, Charcoal black. Yeah. Hey, man, I am black. <laughs> right on. And they like high five and then like hold hands at the end. I, of know, I like that. It was. It, I think we saw on screen the beginnings of the the fist bump. <laughs> we just <laughs> was, saw the invention. The, the invention of the fist bump. Mm-hmm. It, they were working through it, but uh, it's there. Do you um? <laughs> Would you consider this the worst movie we've watched on this podcast? That's tough because during those early days, like you said, we did Birdemic. We did Birdemic elves. is pretty bad. We did Elves is pretty bad. But Elves had a, a name actor. Elves had some scares in it. Elves uh-huh. had some production value. There were costumes that were built. Okay. Uh, Birdemic even had uh, some some special effects. Those birds flying in the air, computer generated. Yeah, another creepy sex scene in that one too. Oh, yes. With and, her dirty feet. But also a lovely soundtrack. We have some original music. Yeah, that's true. Talking about hanging with the family. and uh, <laughs> Hanging out with my family. family. <laughs> Having ourselves a party. So this movie didn't have that? No. It didn't? <laughs> it didn't have any music at all, really. It, it had a couple of fight scenes that were uninspired. Is is the is being kind? Uh-huh. Uh huh. It had it had tits. Uh, I mean, the, <laughs> it had tits. The women in it are Can fairly attractive. Quote? Can we put a pull quote on <laughs> Samurai Cup? It, it had, had tits. tits. Joel Burnson, the editing guy. <laughs> and not even like the bad '80s tits, where it's like, oh, people you don't really want to see naked. Like there were some fairly fairly attractive women in here, right? Uh-huh. Jennifer's not not bad. Jennifer's not bad. <laughs> I do love that scene when they're in the restaurant, though. This the scene is so horrible. Like, whoever wrote this, I need to know if they've written any other movies. No, because well, uh, ba- Samurai Cop Two. 
Oh, did is the same writer? I, same, same, everybody. Yeah. Oh, wow! They brought the same director back. Yeah, well, it was his his gig, his show. It's the only reason it happened. Holy shit! Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so they're in this restaurant, and that's when they're doing the whole like, yeah, well, I got a lot of shit on you. Uh, I'm a cop. <laughs> like this, like stinger of music, I love and like that. Robert Zadar's like, huh? What? <laughs> um, Robert Zadar, we should mention, uh, looks like um, uh, on the home. Imp- what was the Home Improvement? Yeah, the Al? Tim Allen show. Al? He looked like Al. He's, he's kind of got that he's beard. Been in, he's been in like some Stallone movies. I think he was in Tango and Cash. Mm-hmm. And he played the convict that's trying to like kill them in, oh, in the prison. Yeah, before they break out of prison. I think he's in that. He's got a hell of a jawline. Oh, my God. He looks like he has the mumps. Yeah. Uh, and he's had that forever. Like that's just yes. just a defect that he's had. But it, it makes <laughs> him. Defect. But it makes him very photogenic. Like he's very compelling. Well, to especially look with at. that beard. Yeah. 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 Um, and so, so he's he's sitting there, and you get Joe Marshall's like, "That's true. This is the land of the free <laughs> <laughs> for for law abiding citizens." It's like, <laughs> but I'm telling these son of a bitches. <laughs> Which I don't think is the proper it's terminology. Not, not how you say it. Nope. <laughs> I'm telling these son of a bitches that if they want to pedal their... Like, the way that he's doing it, you could tell he's looking at his dialogue off camera. It's almost as if everybody was asked to intentionally act bad. <laughs> like, I don't know that you can accidentally find this <laughs> this many people who are so unnatural at delivering dialogue and walking so stilted. Now I'm telling these motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, miss... What's a beautiful woman, all-American girl like you doing right. with a geek like this? Yeah. That's racist. Well, it's racist, especially after the, the, the long soliloquy that uh, the guy just had about it being the land, <laughs> of, the being the land of the free and anybody can come here and prosper. He calls her an all-American girl because uh-huh. she's white and blonde. Okay, so I want to ask you this. Mm-hmm. Why does someone who trained with the masters, the samurai masters in Japan, yeah. why is he so disrespectful so to racist. Japanese people? Exactly. He doesn't bow like, or anything. Are you Fuji? He's like, Fujiyama. <laughs> you, you guys come to our country. You sell your drugs. It's like, dude. You, you, you're, <laughs> you're the samurai. The cop. script would have us believe that you're a de facto <laughs> Japanese citizen. You're supposed to be respectful, exactly. Uh, and he, but he waits until the very end when it's another white man, and he's like, "Let him, <laughs> let him go. He's do, he's dying with honor. It's you know, the like, way of the it's the, yeah, it's the way of the, the samurai. samurai. That's right. Um, yeah, no, there's there's so many things that happen in this movie that are like, what? I can't believe you put this in this film. Um, it's only 96 minutes, too. And usually, it's a Joe, long 96 usually, minutes. you know, I always say, like, oh, the last seven minutes is always credits. And that's generally true. <laughs> uh, you get, like, 90 seconds worth of credits. <laughs> Some people aren't, don't even have last names in this film. I think they were so embarrassed to have their names associated <laughs> with this. Like, I just got my SAG card. I can't have my full name on here. I'll never work in this town again. Find out, like, Nicholson was originally going to be the captain <laughs> in this movie. Uh, uh, I feel like I got a hammer stuck in my ass. Yeah, I love that guy. And I'm going to pull it out. Hard. <laughs> you remember when he like throws them out of his office? Yes. Like uh, Frank then, Washington like kisses him on the head. He's, he's like, like you, you motherfuckers, get out of here. And he points his finger at him for like <laughs> and five then, minutes. And five minutes. Then he sits down and then he starts laughing. And then he gives him. himself a little chuckle like, oh, those guys. And I like how he treats the lawyer too. He's like, get the fuck out of my office. <laughs> he's like, fuck you. It's like, I don't think that's going to... In fact, I think you're going to be... This is going to be used as evidence against you. Pretty sure it will be. You can't just tell a lawyer to fuck off. Look, Joel, if it was the real world, you Mm. wouldn't be able to tell a lawyer to fuck off. But this is a world where uh, Joe and Frank can go into a restaurant, insult some drug cartel guys, go right outside to the parking lot, engage not only in a gunfight, (laughs) but where Robert Zadar 
bites the pin out of an invisible grenade. <laughs> I like that. Yes. <laughs> no grenade in his hand, but he bites thin air and th- just acts like he's tossing mm-hmm. something and blows up a car. Yeah, yeah. Oh, many people are murdered during that scene. By Robert Zadar. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> he also, kills uh, his own people. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Joe Marshall cuts the arm off of a guy. Dude, <laughs> I thought when okay so the the bad guy comes around the corner he's got his firearm drawn he's pointing it at Frank Washington right let him go you think he's uh, maybe just gonna take his hands off maybe or a hand or or maybe aim for the gun and knock it out of his hand he knew hopes the guy he yes he does Obi Wan Kenobi's him. Yes, he does. Uh, <laughs> and the it's the funny you see the, like, the little prosthetic, <laughs> yeah. and we cut to the arm on the ground. He's like, ah. Uh, so not only that, like this gunfight goes on. There's a grenade. Like cars are blown up. The very next day, Joe goes and visits Jennifer. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, there's no talk of. Uh, Hey, what are you doing here? Yep. You know, it's funny. After you left, there was a huge gunfight outside yeah. my restaurant. <laughs> Maybe you heard about it. <laughs> like, none of this none of this is being discussed. Mm-hmm. Instead, it's just this awkward conversation between Joe and Jennifer mm-hmm. and a fucking lion <laughs> on her wall. What is with that weird <laughs> paper mache fake lion head over the... Ch- it's distracting, Joe. It is. There's a certain point in which like you're... Like, they frame shots around it. <laughs> yes. She's standing next to it, almost like stroking its mane. <laughs> I feel like the director was like, well, if it's going to be distracting, we may as well own it. Let's, let's feature just, it. Let's just feature it. It's, just, the, it's the elephant to, in the room. To the point... No, it's the lion. <laughs> it's a lion. Uh, it's to the point where it's so weird and so obvious that, like, after Joe leaves, there's this quiet moment where she's standing next to it. Mm-hmm, looking... And I'm almost expecting it to turn its head and go... He seems nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would have been fantastic. That would have made this movie almost make more uh, sense. Yeah, like it was another just a weird drug-induced fever dream. <laughs> well, we see it again later, too. Yeah. It comes back into play. Uh, <laughs> I thought that was weird, too. What about that waiter? Oh, <laughs> he is my favorite actor, and that is my favorite scene. Really? Yes. It, it, like, comes out of nowhere. It's like this moment that doesn't... It doesn't belong anywhere in this film. It's it, you know what it feels like. There's a little extra bit of dialogue that needed to uh, progress the plot, uh-huh. and they forgot to film it in the preceding scene. So it's like, oh, we'll just film another scene in the lobby. They're on their way out, and this Costa Rican by way of Asia, also <laughs> slightly effeminate, uh, Mater D will will fill in the plots, the plot points. He's like, I will help you. I like cops. <laughs> I was like, what, what, what accent what, is that? What is this? If you're Costa Rican, I am Mickey Mouse. I have, <laughs> how dare he? <laughs> um, the, but it's so it's so sloppy, Joel. Yes. It's almost like they let their funny friend. They're like, oh, I got a funny friend. I think that that's exactly write, what it is because I've done that before. He can write the scene. He mm-hmm. can write the scene for us. It doesn't fit. And I hate to say that this movie has a tone. <laughs> Stylistically. Because <laughs> it doesn't. It really doesn't. But like this does not belong anywhere in this movie. It's so weird. We need to we need to post a link to that scene if we you can find it. You would almost think like because of how flamboyant and like for lack of a better term, memorable his character is. Yeah, he is. He is memorable. Like, you would think he would come back. Well, he does come back, Joe, in Samurai Cop 2. Are you kidding me? He's in that film. Jesus. I think the uh, the public outcry for his character and his performance. <laughs> I've got his does Oscar the, worthy. Does the captain come back? Uh, I'm not quite sure. No, I I'm, feel like. I'm not sure he's with us anymore. No, he probably uh, went the way of the samurai and committed seppuku. <laughs> oh, my God. On himself afterwards. Uh, or is it seppuku? What the, I think it's seppuku. Okay. What else? What else about this movie, Joel? What else? Um. Well, let's talk about the hospital scene, if you want to. <laughs> yeah. Because there, there are several moments there that we with, can pinpoint. With Steve? 
Steve, Steve the cop. Steve hey, the Steve. Cop. This is Joe. Hey, Joe. Hey, Frank. Actually, you know what? Before we get into that, um, this is a great place to talk about just sound in general in this uh-huh. film and why it's important to film. Uh, music. This is, this music is a good case will mask study. Some awkward sound. Some, some cuts, some editing. Before you get into this, uh, I just want to make sure that I remind people that there are videos on YouTube where mm. it's music videos without the music. Those are so like good. Like dancing in the street. What was, uh, is that the one that you just posted? Uh, I, it may have been that one. I think that was the one I posted. But it's really funny to see how awkward these music videos could be without music. Um, go they, ahead. They just add in the foley and the sound effect. I feel like you're you're so, about to so yeah, there, build on that. There's some transition, uh, some transitions between scenes that could have used some sort of music as a backdrop uh-huh. and, and help move them along. So that's you know that's that's a lesson that could be learned. Yeah. Um, see, where I thought you were going was mm-hmm. like it would be nice to underscore scenes, mm-hmm. like the scene where Robert Zadar and his girlfriend or whatever have cut the head gingerly cut the head off of a <laughs> Dude, the, the guy who had burned. That is the tamest beheading I've ever seen before. It's just like a little bit of a squishy sound effects. Yeah. He just kind of... And he's it's like, like he's cutting knifing. through. Ex- yeah. That's exactly what it is. Like he's just going through some, some bread rolls. Uh, no blood is splurting anywhere. It's not uh, like this guy is already dead. Like he's got blood pumping through his veins. Yeah. That artery would just burst it would, and yeah. it would paint, paint the walls. The it would. Thank you. Uh, and as they're making their getaway, mm-hmm. why... Why does the lady bad guy have to push Robert Zadar around in a cart? One that is one of the most uh, the most comical shots. <laughs> and she's she not only is that she's got a trash can in a laundry basket that mm. you would roll around in a hospital. And this guy's just curled is, up into the laundry. Which basket. is already the first like conspicuous thing yeah. that you see a, a woman in her lab coat pushing a laundry cart with a trash can. Well, she's in it. a nurse, but she also moonlights uh, as, as, as a, a janitor. Man? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, I've got to get the trash. <laughs> that woman has one line of dialogue, really, in this movie, too. Mm-hmm. Boss is coming. Yes. Here's and, the boss. And I don't even think it was her voice, or if it was, was her voice, it was added after the fact, like so much of the other dialogue in this film, Joe. Yeah. So much ADR going on. Um, and usually when you do ADR, you get the original actor back in. Not this film. Not this film. This film, half of the lines that either the extras or sometimes the main characters say... The, f- the fight at the end. Yes! <laughs> it's the same guy. What is he saying? Uh, uh, oh, where is it? I wrote it down. He has a room. Uh, oh, hey, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> it's like it's, it's the director's voice, by the way, who I think is Asian. No, Joe, you're a cop. <laughs> no, not just that. I'm talking about when Robert Zadar and Joe are fighting. Oh yeah, and you just—they're like going, uh, yeah. like what? What is this? They got Frank Welker to come out and uh, do the final scenes. Frank Welker and like Bobcat Goldthwait, <laughs> like these these sound effects, these grunts that these guys are doing yeah. aren't coming from either one of them. No, so they're in the hospital. Mm-hmm. And they cut the head off, but then he gets back into the cart. Yes. And they roll him out. But while like that's going on, like the Steve the cop mm-hmm. walks in and he sees like, oh no, the guy's There's dead. blood everywhere. And he's like, Secu- call security. He's a cop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like, call security. You are security. Uh, you are. You are security. But then like they spend three minutes running around the hospital trying to find this guy. Mm-hmm. With no music, you just hear the squeaking of shoes on the floor. Yeah, yeah, they went through the trouble of Foley that in, but uh, <laughs> couldn't be bothered to add in any suspenseful uh, music. Did you notice the scene after that when they're in the captain's office? Mm-hmm. And uh, the captain's like, I've got two guys who are you know injured and one cop missing a hand. 
When did that happen? Uh, you know, I wondered about that too. Yeah, because well, I saw an arm get uh, taken but off. That was that was in a fight at a restaurant. You know, thank, there wasn't um, a police officer. I'm so glad you brought hand. me. Well, there you go, cutting room floor. The <laughs> one thing. literally. Ah. Um. <laughs> But I, I feel like we've glossed over the most important scene. In the hospital? In the hospital. <laughs> and it sounds like it's your favorite of this film. It is absolutely my favorite of this movie. And this, and this is this, how you were introduced to is, Samurai this Cop? This is how I was introduced to Samurai Tell Cop. Tell me that story. Well, okay. So the <laughs> story of the scene, just go to the scene. I was just traveling around YouTube and I saw this thing about Samurai Cop and Nurse. And that was it, man. I was I was done. I watched the... That's, that's, is that seriously the entire story? Um, so... They're in the hospital. Joe and Frank want to question the witness that they just caught from that car chase that right. caught on fire. Yep. And they're like, can we ask him any questions? And she's like, he won't be saying anything. Yeah, he has no lips. He has no lips. Give him a couple of weeks for his lips to grow <laughs> give back. Give him a couple of weeks, guys. You know, oh, he'll talk again. You just got to give him some more time. Mm -hmm. Next time. It's convenient. Why don't you catch him in one piece? So we cut to a shot of Joe's back. Yeah. And like the nurse... On the other side of Joe, like there's the camera, Joe, We're in the doorway. and on the other side of Joe is the nurse. Right. And we cut to this, and instantly she's talking. We can't see her. <laughs> yeah. We can't see her, but we hear her, and she's trying to shuffle past him, and she's like, do you like what you see? Mm -hmm. And he's like, I love what I see. Please. Do you want to touch what you see? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> would, you want, would you like to go out with me? Uh-huh. Would you like to fuck me? Like, That's right. Yes. What would you like to? And he like looks over at Frank, and Frank's doing his weird like. Yep. Ooh. Ooh. But it's so horribly timed. Like uh -huh. it's like they were just like Frank do a whole bunch of reactions, and we're gonna awkwardly cut and splice it in. Uh -huh. uh, and he and he like picks up her little stethoscope, and he's like, bingo. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, while this is going on, I hate to do an aside during this, but Fine. while this is going on, while there's a witness. <laughs> inside yeah. here, in like critical condition, in critical condition, bleeding, burned to death. Yes. Apparently, there's a dentistry right next door. Oh, really? Yeah. If you've ever seen the door no. behind the nurse, it's it's a dentistry. <laughs> Burn ward and root canal. <laughs> yes. Get it all. One-stop shopping. So, there is a, would you like to fuck me? He takes a stethoscope. <laughs> Bingo. Well, let's see what you have to work with. Yes. She grabs his cock. Feels him up. And she's like, not interested. Mm -hmm. You don't have any. There's nothing there. And he's like, nothing there? Uh it's and then too she, small. Yeah. Well, what would you be interested in? Something the size of a jumbo jet? Did you have? Were you circumcised? Yeah. He must have cut too much off. <laughs> no, he's a good doctor. <laughs> like he, he's like, trust me. And he's like grabbing her. He's like, there's enough. Yeah. I want more. And like walks off. That scene goes on way oh, too yes. long. We never see that character again. No. It's never addressed again. I, I, I've, I've no explanation for why that's in the film. Uh -huh. it, it it sounds like it was written by somebody who maybe English isn't their first language, right? Uh, and just totally inappropriate. What hospital is this? I have no idea. Where this man. nurse is allowed? Horny, like she's, she's horny hospital fired man fired on the spot. Horny, well, Joe, horny nurse. Every woman in this movie is just like just hot for Joe Marshall. Just wants the D. Cannot stand them. And just, even Jennifer, who should have a little more self respect, exactly, gives it up on the first fucking date. Well, but we are we're already. To believe that, like, she's whored herself out to the Japanese mafia guy, exactly, because he has a lot of money and for no other reason. So, not a lot of respect to be gained from her. Um, but uh, even Peggy, it's not just Joe Marshall that they're after. Like, when she can't have him, she's turning to the old, the old cop next to her. Oh, yeah. The preacher. 
she's, she's like, she's hey, like, preacher, yeah. what do you say we fuck? I got nothing to do. Let's fuck. And he's like, get out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. No, what? what? Yeah. I don't, man, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so there's a scene in this movie where um, one of the bad guys, like one of the main like martial arts bad guys, and I think he's the dude that choreographed this movie, like the fights in this film. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the he, guy who gets uh, they bust in on when he's about to have we, sex with his lady friend. <laughs> shirtless the fucking screen door like the the blinds are wide open on the sliding glass door Mm -hmm. and we see a shot of these two getting ready to fuck and there's like joe and frank just Just show up saunter up they just saunter up to the door (laughs) so like joe pulls he's like they're in there yeah i'm I'm gonna gonna say i'm gonna say they're like freeze police and then they try to open it and it won't open wouldn't you you have checked it first Mm -hmm. before you yell (laughs) I'm gonna say that's on that's on him though that's on uh, the Okuguma or whatever his name was okay Okinawa I'm not gonna not gonna work not gonna work anymore (laughs) that's on him for uh, getting it on with his lady friend right there in in front of the sliding glass door Joel in all fairness ten Mm -hmm. minutes had passed and it was time to see some tits that's right yeah he's like wait will you please me. <laughs> Will you satisfy? Will me? you satisfy? Me? Which is even creepier. So than let's pleasing. let's let's break it down. Okay, we got Joe and Peggy. Yep. Fuck. Right off the bat. Uh, and then the next sex scene is Okamura mm-hmm. and his wife, which he never really gets to. And in fact, Frank no. Washington even says, "Hey, man, you should let him finish first. <laughs> to which Joe Marshall like, is like, "Fuck that. Fuck that. No way. No one gets to fucking finish except me. That's right. I'll finish." <laughs> uh, then so we've that's got part two. then we've got Robert Zadar and the redhead. That's right. Who get it on? I didn't realize that there were an item. Yeah, didn't but know. We find that out again by cutting abruptly to a shot of her ass. <laughs> then we've got mm. Joe and Jennifer. Yeah, who get it on? Mm-hmm. Right outside jo- that pool. Joe who picks her up on a Sunday at her church <laughs> with his ponytail. Yes, and then you realize why this guy has long hair because he's got big Dumbo ears. Yes, right? Yeah, yeah. So he's got like, he goes and he picks her up, brings her home. Mm -hmm. To his home. To his home, which is gorgeous. Yeah. But I thought he had only been in LA for a week. Yeah, Airbnb. (laughs) It's amazing (laughs) what you can find there in LA. It was clearly not his house, Joel, uh, based on the teddy bears that are like decorating (laughs) the kitchen. Yes, I saw that too. So uh, so he takes her to his home, mm-hmm. which is on the beach. Mm-hmm. It's got a pool. But also has a pool. Yeah. So they go out on the beach, and we get to see Joe Marshall in his uncomfortable thong, his, his Speedo oh thong. Yes. Uh, where you, it leaves nothing to the imagination. No. Uh, Guys, and apparently, Jennifer brought her own like thong bikini and stuff, mm-hmm. too. Well, it's the 80s. Great ass on her. I'm telling you, like, like she, she's attractive. Great ass. Like even open a shot of like they cut to like her ass walking onto yeah. a diving board. The director knows ass. And I even, I even said I was like, okay, I'm I'm put off by most of this movie. She's got a great ass. We can appreciate the yeah. female form, um, even though it's uh, presented in such a derogatory even, way. Even though now, if you think about it, it's like 35 years. <laughs> it's been like 30, 25 years since yeah. then. Yeah. So, uh, but but no, she looked great. Agreed. Um, and so yeah, they're Let's at the beach. On. And then they're at the pool. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, these two mob guys bust in on like all the other cops that are. It's almost like this guy saw Lethal Weapon three yeah. and remember the part where everybody they were trying to take down Riggs and Murtaugh's uh, squad. So they go after they go after Peggy and they're putting like grease on her. They're spilling grease on on her belly or yeah, whatever. That was really uh, disturbing. Yeah, I didn't like that part. She didn't deserve that. No. Then they go after Preacher mm-hmm. and they ki- they kill his wife, but not before they show off her tits. 
Oh, of course. Yeah, they yeah, rip yeah. her shirt off, That's and I'm right. like, this, this is unnecessary. unnecessary. She's like, Robbie, help me. Mm-hmm. Help me. And they just slit her neck. Right. And then they shoot him yep. or stab him, and he dies. But that's where he's like, "You find, try Peggy, the lady cop. The lady cop. <laughs> Which I hope to be like the sequel. Like a, a <laughs> spiritual successor to Samurai Cop. The lady cop. The lady, Peggy, the lady cop. <laughs> uh, and so then we cut back and it's, it's Jennifer's birthday. Mm-hmm. Joe Marshall's walking into this fucking kitchen. Frank Marshall. Where, no, Joe no, Marshall. I'm sorry, Frank, Frank Marshall. Frank Marshall's the director right. that died. Got it. Uh, <laughs> Joe Marshall's walking into the kitchen and he's got a cake wearing his fucking Speedo. Happy birthday to you. Yep, creepy. Happy birthday to Puts you. Puts his own little spin on it. Happy birthday, dear Jennifer. Like, I thought he'd forgotten her name. <laughs> Happy yes. birthday, dear Jennifer. Yep. Happy birthday to you. She's like, oh, you got me a cake. Like, really? You got a fucking cake? <laughs> when, when did you fucking... You put more work into trying to bang this chick than in the detective the work. Bringing down the, the Yakuzuma. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then they fuck. Of course. <laughs> not even Jennifer is spared this. This no. poor actress of course not. also has to like drop trowel mm-hmm. for Samurai Cup. Mm-hmm. Um, while this is going on, these mobster guys bust in. They find Frank's home. He's getting out of the shower. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, here we go. But apparently he showers in his fucking underwear or something. <laughs> no. Oh, no. <laughs> and so they take the towel off. And they're like, tell us where Joe Marshall is. Or we'll relieve you of this gift. He says, I can kill plan. you now or I can remove you of this gift. And then he pauses and he looks at it. And he, he almost admiringly says, this black gift. <laughs> <laughs> it's so uncomfortable. Wow, homoerotic. This black gift. <laughs> it's like, are you? <laughs> but but he's not holding anything. No. Like, this is another moment where the editor like should have cropped this a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So we can't tell. So we he's... can't tell that he's just holding thin air. <laughs> We're obviously not supposed to see that Frank's wearing underwear. Uh-huh. We're obviously not supposed to see this dude's empty hand. Who's what? Like someone, <laughs> someone was in an editing bay. Thank you very much. Someone was in an editing bay watching this going, okay, uh, we should probably tighten that up a little bit. Yep. But it never happened. Mm-hmm. Who the? Who, I mean, that, that seemed doesn't that seem like alien to you as someone who does this for a living? Oh, absolutely. Oh, Joe, I'm like, what's you, the excuse for that? Th- there, there can be no excuse. Okay, it's just bad, bad filmmaking. Not a lot of forethought. Yeah, and that pretty much sums up this film. It does. It sum, It sums it, up this film. It's frustrating because a lot of times, okay, like with Birdemic, I surmised that um, the director, like you know, really liked film and really wanted to tell this story. He actually had a uh, a um, uh, 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 an ecological yeah. uh, theme go- yeah, yeah, going yeah. through it. It was about like treating Mother Earth. Conservationalism. That's exactly. This is what happens when we treat the Earth Conservationism. away. Conservationism. She she turns on you. Conservatism. Uh, and, and and liked felt like wanted to show off some special effects. I get why that was made. Uh-huh. Fine. It, yeah. As horrible as it was. Yes. This I don't under, I don't understand. Like, like I said, there's no love for the craft in any of this. I don't. I don't. There's know, no for tits and ass. I don't know what the point is. I don't know what the point is, other than the fact that around that time we were lousy with action movies, mm-hmm. and like almost like, like about ten years ago. Even now, you can still say like there are a lot of low budget horror movies being made because they're cheap to make. Yep, uh, and people love them. People mm-hmm. people eat them up. I guess maybe this this time in the early '90s was the same with action movies, uh, but it's it just seems like such a waste. It seems like oh, yeah. a waste of time and a waste of effort whatever effort was put into it, <laughs> a waste of money, whatever money you spent. I don't even know how much this money cost, how much money this movie cost. But 
it's it's frustrating to watch a movie like this. And again, this does fall under the realm of so good, so bad. It's kind of good. It's yes, it's fun to watch. It's fun. And to I watch. feel like us talking about it doesn't do it the justice. It no, deserves. no. You, you, you. I, this is a good get your buddies around. Like you said, like how you've been yeah. introducing it to so many people, and not me. Thank you for that. <laughs> um, but th- yeah, there's some funny moments in here uh-huh. unintentionally. Oh, but, absolutely. Uh, it's, it's it is a what the fuck type of film. But you you need to sit back and whenever whenever you have a film, mm-hmm. it starts in the script process. And it's that someone has something to say. Yes. You know, that's the old adage about writing. Don't write because you have to say something. Write because you have something to say. And I I don't think anyone had anything to say with this movie. No. There wasn't a point. There wasn't a thing that, you know, even... This guy puts more work, like I said earlier, he puts more work into trying to bang this chick who's a witness. Right. Or a material witness. Not even, yeah. He's, he's putting more effort into trying to bang this chick then actually solve the crime. There's nothing going on. There's no motivation to solve the crime. You know, there sh- if you're going to make something compelling, if you're going to try to make this a compelling action movie, you've at least got to put, you know, connect the dots a little bit. Right. You know, have they, these guys have hunted down your crew, and that's what's motivating you to want to take them down. You know, there has to be an emotional attachment to wanting to take down these drug dealers. There's nothing. From beginning to end, there's really no reason that he should want to bring these guys down other than the fact that at the end of the movie, it brings one American-trained samurai yes. to another American-trained <laughs> exactly. samurai. Yeah, yeah. That's it. And there are not a lot of laws being followed either. Like, anybody can just indiscriminately... These cops are murderers, by the way. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he just murders several people. And there don't seem to be any consequences. So there's, there's really no rules to... When we get an action scene and, and when it's time for Joe to fuck. No, it's just, <laughs> just you got to pay attention to the music. Exactly. the only time oh you God. get music is the during bad, the sex bad, like, scenes. 80s synth. S- weird synth sex. Yes. Yeah. Even though this film came out in 1991. Joe, you want to hear some other films that came out in 1991? <laughs> Jurassic Park, right? S- no, it was 1994. But oh, okay. Like playing. Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> Terminator 2, Judgment Day. Oh, that one was a little known movie. Hook. JFK, Boys in the Hood, and uh, Point Break, which we've done on this oh, film wow. before. So even as bad as Hook and Point Break, both of which we've done on this podcast. I like Hook. I, 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 there are plenty of things to like about Hook. <laughs> it is unsuccessful in some moments, but uh-huh. um, yeah, no, it, it, it holds a special place in my heart. You could say the same thing for Point Break. Um, but watching this film, it feels like a 70s exploitation movie. It does, movie. without... Any real black people. It's really Frank hard. doesn't count. Yeah. It's an Asian exploitation. Is that a thing? <laughs> Asian exploitation. Wow. Uh, it is now. Hey, remember that time mm. when some bad guys tracked Joe down at the film editor's office? What the fuck was going on there? <laughs> I have no clue. Why was he there? I don't Why know. Why is there a film editor? Again, it's because they have access to that set. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that was still part of like the reshoots, too, because he was oh, wearing yeah. a hat. Uh, and like, I feel like the director was looking at this movie going, we need another action sequence. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We need something else. When the action is that bad, for a guy who's called the samurai cop, he very rarely uses his his martial arts. Joe, that's what I wanted to ask you. What makes one a samurai? Uh, Like just having trained under one or don't you have to? I think you have to use, you have to live by a code, Mm -hmm. which he doesn't do. No. Uh, he, not much of a wanderer. He's not. No, not really. He's kind really. of setting up shop. Uh, and uh, and you have to use kind of some martial arts. I feel like. Yeah, not a lot of that. A lot of just uh, <laughs> straight out punching going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, or shooting. He he shoots his gun a lot of yeah, people. Yeah, not that's not the samurai way. Uh huh. No. 
And I've seen that movie. It's going to be the new, the new, uh, the sequel to the Cowboy Way. <laughs> Woody Harrelson and Kiefer Sutherland are back, and Lu- Luis Guzman also somehow inexplicably <laughs> he could be the waiter. He's in feudal Japan. He's the waiter. He's the waiter. <laughs> I will help you. Uh, that's Donald Sutherland is the clumsy waiter. Oh yes, that's right. He always gets to play that role. Oh Donald Sutherland, that's really good. Um, I I don't. I mean, I know there's millions of other things. You know what? This movie would have been way better for us to do as a live show. This would have been a great I live show. I think this would have been a great right live show. Well, we've spent that. I feel like the audience needed to see this along with us mm-hmm. so we could really touch on some of the things that have happened. Um, I feel like we've done God's work here tonight yeah, well, with some special things. This movie kinda, no, because it kind of lampoons itself. It's it's an easy target, uh, but uh, yeah. yet an enjoyable one. Oh, my God. What was going on when that scene? After he gave her the birthday cake, and she's like, you remembered my birthday. And he, then like it cuts to him, and he's like, uh-huh. And then he like awkwardly steps closer to the camera. Mm-hmm. Is that a thing? <laughs> is, that, is that like a film thing? Not that I've seen. Oh, my God. Mm-mm. Okay. Well, uh, if you don't have any other notes on this. Nope. Uh, bulletproof what, vest. What is it? <laughs> it's not always nice to see hey, that man, coming to play. I got a bulletproof vest. <laughs> also, I like the line that uh, he says, you lost. You lost face. You lost. You lost face. <laughs> Uh, I like where Joe Marshall tries to bring back the uh, the whole line about like, yeah, because you're black. And I feel like... <laughs> got it. I feel like... The, we got it. Thanks. I feel like even the guy who plays Frank is like... It's like, uh-huh. Oh, uh, guys. Yeah, yeah dude. Um, seems a little uh, I know unnecessary. I, I know I laughed at it the first time, but that doesn't make it okay. No, in fact. <laughs> it's very, very offensive. I, I read something in the, the trivia about this as well, that uh, the guy who played Frank Marshall... <laughs> Frank Washington. Uh, Frank Washington. Damn it, I keep saying that. <laughs> Frank was uh, um, was hired, uh, like went to the director's house and was hired on the spot. Oh, God. And I get the feeling that the director was like, oh, dude, yeah, diversity. Like <laughs> It's like Lethal we, Weapon. We have one black guy who auditioned. You're, you're hired, dude. We'll, <laughs> we'll find a place for you in here. In fact, you're second build now. Was he, I felt like he was stoned the entire movie. Oh, that's a, the, that's a the, gross the, generalization, the Joe. The guy who played Frank. You think so? Yeah, I think he, he, he seemed pretty stoned. He does make one of my favorite faces, though. That, that, <laughs> the, they keep ooh, going, ooh. <laughs> that's going to be Where he Facebook. looks right at the camera. Yeah, breaks that fourth wall. Yeah, uh, that's, it's so rough. And the Oscar goes to Black Gift. <laughs> <laughs> that's another sequel. His cock. Black, so he's back in the sequel, too? Uh, oh, unclear. Let me look that up while, oh, okay. we're, uh, while we're moving right, things So, um, <laughs> I guess... I'm going to ask you this question. This is probably going to be the toughest time I'm we've ever had. I'm not going to have an answer for you if it's what I think. What it is. is it? What did Samurai Cop do right? Yep, sure enough. I don't have anything <laughs> to answer. I'll tell you what. Um, again, if you're going to make a movie like this and your excuse is just to get chicks naked on screen, well, uh-huh. then bravo. She, he got some attractive women to get topless and, yeah. and ride around in bed. Yeah. So uh, if that's yeah, your kind Pe- of thing. Peggy the Lady Cop was fairly attractive if you're a 12 year old boy and uh, you don't have access to the internet and this is your only way to see tits uh-huh. uh, then i guess i, <laughs> I, guess I feel bad that for okay. you <laughs> i know well listen, i don't know I, what we're doing to you sexually developmentally speaking <laughs> i like, was subjected to much worse as a youth like what no like scrambled cinemax in oh, 2 a.m okay I I was trying like, to what? piece together what's what happening kind of on torture screen porn were you forced <laughs> to watch as a kid? snuff films you know <laughs> So yeah, uh, that's what it did right. It has some attractive women it getting has naked attractive women on screen. Uh, I think Samurai Cop uh, got the captain right. The guy who plays the captain, 
Yeah, he's uh, fun. I wish that he was in more of this movie. He just yells a lot. Because he's outstanding. Mm-hmm. He's outstanding. You know what? Not just because he yells that he emotes, because <laughs> that's amazing, but the fact that like he does have nuances to his character. <laughs> yeah. They're not 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 a lot, but there are some nuances. Like I feel like he's he's put a little bit of layer into his characters. Uh, yeah, a there's a little the, bit. The moment where he laughs to himself uh-huh. after Frank Washington kisses him on the forehead, he tells him, Get the fuck out of my office, motherfucker. Yeah. And then he kinda comes Oh, those pesky kids. Like I'd love to see more of what this guy has done. Well, uh in the sequel, we uh we we're brought back we we have Joe Marshall. We do have Frank Washington. Oh wonderful. Who returns. Looks like we have a bevy of uh, young hotties, um, but I am not seeing. Oh, Peggy! Peggy returns. Peggy's back. Uh, uh, a uh, a burned, a badly burned, burned and scarred yeah, I was Peggy. Say, she's burned. We can imagine. Um, man, just hot blonde after hot blonde. So uh, there you go. It looks like my my wow. theory probably is a bunch ringing of porn true. Stars. It's probably a bunch of porn stars. They do look like they have uh, adult films <laughs> on their roster. <laughs> nice. So there you go. Bai Ling. Is Bai in, Ling is in this? Is in Samurai Cop 2, Holy Deadly Vengeance. Shit. The Crows, Bai Ling. From 2000, uh, when did this come 15, out? 15, probably. 2015, you're yeah. absolutely right. Wow. Yeah, he just did a Kickstarter like a year ago. That's what it two was. Two years ago. Uh, clocking in in an hour and 34 minutes. He found a way to make wow. his film shorter. Wow. <laughs> way to go. <laughs> I better So that's what it did right for me. What, what about you? What did, I already told you, the the captain. Oh, the captain, yes. uh, What did Samurai Cop do wrong? Man, just everything else. But uh, for me... Me, it's it's the um, it's the editing. It's that breaking the one eighty rule. Yeah, it's, it's it, it, I, you can sometimes make something somewhat watchable out of you know just getting a, a ton of shitty footage and bad performances. But uh, the editing did, did not help yeah. this film. Um, the sound design, in particular. Oh no, agreed. I absolutely agree with that. Um, because it, it falls a little bit more in my skill set, uh, and it's what I criticize the most with mm-hmm. this movie. Yeah, the writing. I feel yeah. like the writing is insanely bad. The writing's horrible. It's offensive how bad the writing is in this movie and that it gets it got published. That like somebody made this film. Yeah. Uh that to know people like myself, people like Jared Seaman, who, you know, who wrote us recently, reviewed our podcast, people who have talent, who have struggled to get their stuff seen. It frustrates me to see these truly talented people fight so hard to have people see and experience their work and for shit like Samurai Cop I know. to get fucking greenlit. Like that someone went, let's put some money into this and it's been released enough that a good percentage of people have fucking seen it. <laughs> yeah. You know, the fact that we went to the quiz room over the weekend and Shannon and Walt have seen this movie. Yeah, that's right. And Shannon was the one that pointed out like that the, that Robert Zadar didn't Without have the a grenade. grenade. Yeah. Uh, you know, to, to, to be able to ha- have seen it enough to remember those details, mm-hmm. even if it's just once. People have seen this guy's work and that's a fucking travesty mm-hmm. that this is so bad and people have fucking seen it yet there's some good work out there that we'll never know. That's right. Uh, like all the, right. the aforementioned snuff films. So if we've if we had to remake Samurai Cop today, oh yeah, how would we recast this? Scene? I have six people I've recast. Let me see: one, two, three, four, five, six. I have seven. The lowest on my totem pole is uh, Peggy. How about you? I did not cast Peggy. Oh well, then why don't you start with your low, and I'll, I'll okay fill in the blanks. Uh, playing the fuck me nurse. Oh God! Is Jennifer Jason Lee? Oh well, well, oh God, she did kind of look like her and have her speech pattern. <laughs> Yes, that is uh, now the toothless Jennifer Jason yeah, from, Lee from Hateful Eight. From Hateful Eight, yep, I can see that. Would you like to fuck me? I have, uh, you know what? I didn't cast her, but now I will. With um, who is uh, Kurt Cobain's ex-wife? Courtney Love. Courtney Love. 
is the nurse. That's really good. Yeah. And and and, and Kurt Cobain could play the the patient. Oh, too soon. Really? <laughs> but really? All right. So who do you have next? And next I have Peggy. I don't have Peggy. I have well, mine will be played by a Charlize Theron. That's pretty good. Yeah, she kind of looks Imperator like Imperator Furiosa. That's yes. God yeah. bless you. Did you just cast a spell on me? Cinema Verite. Where's <laughs> uh, Gargan? I uh, I have the police captain. Oh, I, see, I didn't Did do it. I I cast Harvey Keitel as yes. the police oh, captain, the bad lieutenant. Yeah, perfect. Yes, sir. Uh, all right. You know what? I will do. Um, uh, oh, who's the Green Goblin from Spider Man? Uh, Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe. That's pretty good. There man. you go. Uh, all right. Who do you have next? next? I have Jennifer. Jennifer. I've got Jennifer. All right. Uh huh. How about uh, I did Amber Heard. The uh, future ex. <laughs> you've, you've come Mrs. back to Amber Johnny Heard Depp. a couple of times. We've we've evoked the name Amber Heard because well, I feel like she's fallen on some hard times now, Joe. She she probably needs she to make a resurgence. She, <laughs> that's right. What was what was the? Uh, how did that all turn out? That whole thing where she was accusing Johnny Depp of well, of they had her. they had the oh the oh I don't know about that part. Oh yeah, um, I thought you were talking about the part where they illegally uh, imported dogs into Australia. Oh no, whatever I, that, country she, that was. She she claimed that Johnny Depp was like hitting her. Yeah. And stuff. Uh, it sounds like, you know, I always hate to take sides, um, not knowing the full story, not being there. I hate a gossiper, but um, there's a lot of evidence to conclude that maybe she's stretching the truth here yeah. uh, and that she's done things like this before. I believe, is it is it Dax Shepard? Uh-huh. Who's, who's friends with Johnny Depp? And, Kristen Bale. And, and who has seen her uh, display this behavior before. Oh, wow. And who was the first one to kind of call. Dax Shepard is friends with Johnny Depp? You know what? I, there's a lot of hearsay going on. <laughs> I better corroborate But that's what we do facts. the best here on the editing that's right. Bay. Uh, all right, and quick, while and while search. you're looking that up, uh, my Jennifer would be played by Uma Thurman. Oh, dude, that's great! Uh huh. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, P.S. I love you. Oh, oh. Here's a depressing movie about a husband who died but left a bunch of love letters to his wife. Uh, no, it wasn't Dax Shepard. It was a comedian. <laughs> Johnny Depp has a fr- has a comedian friend. Is it Mike Verbiglia? It, maybe it's Mike Burbiglia. Mike Burbig from uh, from Ira Glass's show. Cut this. Part this out. American Life. Yes, yes. Burbig. Uh, fuck. All right. I'm gonna look this up. But cut I know, this out, Jeff. Yes. Cut that part out. Cut that part out. Damn it. All right. So who do you have next? <laughs> I have uh, Okum Okumura. I didn't cast Okumura. Okumura. Uh, but well, I cast Fujiyama. I did him as well. But I will wait. Which one's Fujiyama? Fujiyama's the guy who I'm pretty sure was Hispanic, but they were trying to have play the the, the leader of the the Japanese gang. Oh, I didn't do him. Uh, but my Okamura is uh, Chaoyun Fat. <laughs> Otherwise, as they say, get the hell out of my face. <laughs> I like that. Like, who who says say. that? That's who says that? Not a saying. That's not a thing. Lost in translation. Uh, who is your? Uh, so you Chaoyun Fat is yeah. Okamura. Mm-hmm. I didn't cast Okamura. That's fine. Uh, I cast Fujiyama, mm-hmm. Sonny Chiba. Oh, yeah, dude. Who was Hanzo, if you remember from Kill Bill. Of course. You might start seeing the theme that I'm putting together here. Oh, oh, yes, I do now that you've pointed it out to me. Yeah. Uh, how about Yamashita? Did oh, you do I don't even know. Who the fuck is Yamashita? Yamashita is, uh, is uh, the, the main uh, the kind of bad guy. Oh, is that Robert Zadar? Robert Zadar, I didn't yeah. remember his name, so I just put Robert Zadar. <laughs> Yama, Yamashita, uh, I recast with Steven Seagal. I almost did Steven Because he Seagal. looks just like him, but like a young 90s Steven Seagal. Instead, going with the theme, I went with uh, Michael Madsen. Oh, nice. Yes. As, as my Robert Zadar character. Put a beard on him. Yeah. Oh, oh, well, then I know who your Frank Washington is. <laughs> yeah, you sure? Yeah. Uh, who's yours? Uh, you know what? I will go first. Go for it. I want you to guess who's my Frank Washington. 
Oh, are you throwing me a curveball? Because I would assume Samuel L. Jackson. Jamie Foxx. Oh, you son of a bitch. You did go curveball. <laughs> that's pretty good. I went with uh, Terrence Howard because, damn, that oh, guy looks, he looks like, like Terrence Howard. Yeah. Fro. Which brings us to Joe Marshall. Joe Marshall. Uh-huh. Our samurai cop. My samurai cop would be played by Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, interesting. All uh-huh. right. I like that. And all this directed by Quentin Tarantino. Of course. Uh, mine, I went with uh, Ryan Gosling. Oh, he's a little womanizer, but he's got a body, and I could see him. he's quite. He's, he's doing his. A, he's got a body. He's bringing it back. He's got a gift. He's uh, doing a, <laughs> his uh, black gift. His character. <laughs> <laughs> this, this black gift. He's so weird. Doing his character from Drive, and of course uh-huh. that will be this will all be directed by Jimmy Stewart. No, that was going to be directed. Jimmy Stewart or Elmer Fudd. Something Winfrey Rain. What's his name? Roman Reigns. No. Oh, from the director's wrestling. name who directed Drive, Nicholas Winding Refn. Oh, his name. Thank okay. You. Sorry, I should have written that part down. Drive. Mm-hmm. If you're a bird, I'm a bird. <laughs> Overrated. Drive? Yeah. I absolutely agree with you. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, to- when that movie came out, people were losing their shit I about know. Drive. And I, 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 I tried to go into it with an open mind. Me too. Watch the whole thing. I thought there were some really cool, stylish moments in the movie. Absolutely. But for the most part, I was fucking bored. Yeah. I was fucking bored. I thought that it wasn't as smart no. with the writing that people thought it was. And that's the thing. When you don't write anything, <laughs> and it's just like two people <laughs> staring at each other oh, with like a musical soundtrack. It's the way that he's framed like, the composition mm, of the shot. Nope. I'm like, all right, I get it, but <laughs> nope. I didn't think it was nearly that special. And then I have a bunch of friends, as I'm sure you do, who are just like, you just don't get it if you yeah. don't understand. I don't understand how people can watch they're, Drive and not get it. They're my boyhood friends, like mm-hmm. the people who dig boyhood. Oh, oh like, do you not like Boyhood? Nope. I haven't seen it yet. No. I do love me some Richard Linklater, though. I, I, did, hey, did you watch Everybody Wants Some yet? Hey, no, I didn't. Oh, neither, but thank you. Neither have I. I was going to ask how it was. <laughs> Next week on the editing bit. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, that's it. That's that's our, our casting. If you've got any thoughts about how we've cast Samurai Cop, if you have any thoughts about Samurai Cop, if we overlooked something, something that you've been screaming at the, the screen like, guys, <laughs> but what about the part where he does this? Uh, we apologize, but we invite you to take part in the discussion. Just go to Facebook and the search bar, put in the editing bay. That's going to bring up a link with a picture of the woman with the bleeding eyes. You yep. click on that, and that's where you could talk back to us. Uh, and if you've got ideas for a movie that you want us to watch in the future, that's where you could type it out. We've also got a website, right, Joel? Sure do. It is editingbay.com. You can go there, punch that into your, your URL uh, search bar. Uh, it'll come up, and uh, from there you can find our past episodes. You can find we have we even have a merch page where you can buy a T-shirt. I'll be adding some more merch, I think. From that live show soon. That we did two years ago. <laughs> I wore that the other day, and I was did having you? to explain to Jenna what the, why it was a mashup. Yeah, it's like a mashup of her logo, and we did Masters of the Universe, so it's got uh, He Man on it. And <laughs> Sarah just wore it yesterday. Blank stare. Aww. Just like not. Well, I mean, like it, it's 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 pretty obscure. But if you want to be a, a an obscure hipster, that's right. Wear our merch around and explain to people. Oh, it's this little podcast. You probably never heard to it. Yeah, or heard of it, or heard uh, to it. Heard can, to it's you fine. You can buy your own. You never listened to it on editingbay.com. You can also find links to our Facebook page, the aforementioned Facebook page, and also our Twitter handle, which is at the Editing Bay. Please follow us there. I gave away a prize when we hit a hundred followers. I'm going to do the same thing on our two hundredth follower. Oh, that's and cool. we're at one hundred and thirty three or one hundred thirty four. Oh, so we I got a ways to, to go. I have to mail my. Michael Daly, his his DVD. Yeah, I've got some. Did of that you to do did as you well. send Kyle Hall that uh, the link to the Ninja Turtles movie? 
Yes, I did. Okay, cool. Yes, I did. Cool. Because Good. it did not require a trip to the post office. <laughs> That's if you look on there, I've got like props for people that supported the play. Yeah. That they donated at the oh, level yeah. that they got props. There's some stuff sitting there I gotta mail those out too. Well, I'm horrible it's at a that. Thankless job. I'm the worst at that. Uh, then uh, when I actually go to the post office and do it, I'm like, this was easy as fuck. Why the fuck did I wait Why did so I do long? it sooner? Yeah. Um all right, guys, if you get us on your podcasting uh, app on your Apple device, uh, go to that podcasting app and uh, put in uh, in the search function, put in the editing bay that's going to bring up our show. We want you to tap that and give us a five-star rating and a review. Even if that review is full of criticism, as long as it's a five-star criticism, hey, we'd love that. Yeah. We'll pay attention. Thanks. We'll try. We want to please you. Um, I want to will you satisfy, satisfy you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, go ahead and leave us a five-star rating and a review. Um, and uh, and once you're done with that, tell your friends about the show and and have them uh, listen and give us a five-star rating and review as well. Uh, we've also, we're not going to do it again this week. We don't have anybody who signed up for the uh, the Russell or Wayne. No. Granted, my fault. I didn't even put up the update for the Big Lebowski last week on the Facebook page. It's been busy days, man. Uh, it, yeah, it's been super fucking swamped. So uh, I'll kind of do like a, hey, guys, by the way, we have a, a Big Lebowski episode that we posted last week. But hey, Samurai Cop's going on this week. Yeah. Um, but seriously, if you want to take part in Russell or Wayne, uh, it's a contest where Joel has to decide if a quote that I deliver to him is from either John Wayne or Kurt Russell. If he gets it right, one of you, he plays for a listener. Whenever he plays, one of you could win a prize. I've got like a stack of stuff. That's some good right shit here. here, folks. Yeah, too. there's some good stuff in the vault. Uh, and uh, and we want to give this away. Obviously, <laughs> based on the discussion we just had, it might take a while for me to get it to you, <laughs> but that doesn't matter. Someday. It's, it's all about playing. You, you won't know if you don't try. As Wayne Gretzky once said, you miss 100% of the shots you don't try to take. Well, wow, that's deep. I know, deep cut. Um, next what week? was I saying? What are oh, we doing next oh week? so if you don't have an Apple device, though, you can get us uh, on your and on your Android uh, by using the Podcast Addict or Podcast Republic apps. What are we doing next week, Joe? What are we doing? Well, I like I like that we've kind of gotten back to our roots. We're doing bad movies again after doing you know Big Lebowski and uh, even Bad Boys wasn't that bad. We've done some good movies over the summer, so this is fun uh, and a fun movie that has popped up on Netflix now. Uh, came out when did it come out? Not too long ago, uh, and it is a remake of a film uh, that the original was good. Uh, apparently, the remake is not. Uh, not not uh, held that candle wow. apparently are we talking about poltergeist no we're talking about 2006's uh nicholas cage vehicle the wicker man oh my god the wicker man oh my god not the bees who you, yes i was not about to ask you what do you know about oh, the wicker that's, man that's all i know i've never seen the movie i have not either but i just know that scene i've oh, seen not the bees and i know there's a scene where he goes crazy punching all the women in this village yes uh, from what I, there is a a supercut on youtube of like what's called i think the best scenes from wicker man uh and out of context they are hilarious yes but i have no idea what is happening in this film i am dying to find out why he is bunch punching a woman in a bear costume <laughs> and and why are they are torturing him by putting his head into a honey uh, bee comb? Yeah, no, that, that that seems terrifying just in itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, so next week, that's on Netflix, you it said? It is on Netflix, So kids. check out The Wicker Man on Netflix, guys, and then meet us back here next week on the Editing Bay Podcast where we're going to talk about The Wicker Man. Jeff, thank you very much, sir. Ugh. Joel, always a pleasure. Thank you, sir. Catch you next week. Thanks, guys. You've been listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. That's fucking gold.